0: Welcome to going on track. <laughs> um, I cannot explain what just happened, but uh, you're lucky you didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, today on the podcast, our guest is Forrest Klein from Hello Goodbye, and uh, we've known Forrest for a super long time. Um, currently, if, currently on tour with Paramore.
1: Is I don't know going?
0: if that's still going, but when yeah, when he was in town, he was on tour with Paramore and uh, Metric, Metric. And
2: if you think Hello Goodbye disappeared for a while, they did. But it's
0: probably not because
2: of why you thought they did. No, and he talks about it in this podcast. We don't want to bury the lead, but man, it's one of those stories where you're like, ah, damn, poor guy. It's pretty crazy. So, but
0: yeah, Forrest has always been doing the band. It's He's had a bunch of people in and out, um, some friends of the podcast, mm-hmm. Joe Morrow, and some other guys. And uh, yeah, and now he's
2: back, and I feel like it's had like kind of a second life or third life or it's, whatever. Uh, the single, the name I can't recall because I only know track numbers now. As uh, Oliver Alt Nation on Sirius, You're playing it quite a bit. So funny to think about how "Hello Goodbye, so dance poppy, was like thrown into the Warp Tour, you know? Yeah, totally. It just never seemed to fit. Yeah. I don't know, and the Warp Tour, uh, they just announced the lineup for this year. I don't know who all is going on, but Warped Roadies is in its second season with our good friend Lisa Brownlee. Yeah, although Lisa's never on the show and she's the only reason
0: I watch it. Really, she's all over the posters. I know. I think maybe I talked to one of our friends who works on. It. I think maybe hopefully later later on the season she'll be
2: on. How scene. much? Fo- Mike, you've done the reality thing. Like, how much footage do they have to shoot for them? The producers to comb through to make like any episode or anything reality? They just
1: shoot hours. Like, you just go, you shoot like you know full days. You're just going like for like even real world stuff. That's it's a nightmare. Like, I would never want to be. Actually, working on that show, like they just have to go through hours and hours of nothing to find like that one little. Oh, that's cool! Like, and now a must that could be an episode. Yeah,
2: it's, and now it has to be so much easier because now it's there's no tape. It's just numbers. but yeah. back when when you used to we used to betas. shoot on beta. Yeah,
1: it was it was like and then getting them through the airport it was like a nightmare. You had and then going in and you had to load them. When I was like a when I was a PA, you had to sit overnight. Loading in tape real mm-hmm. time. And I would just sit in a room with a mountain of tapes just like, what am I doing? Do I want to do this with my life? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I like, I could do things. Like, oh, shit.
2: Spin- <laughs> spinning the dial, getting the time code to start. I remember yeah. having to learn I used that. to
1: go to the deli down. I used to go to... I don't know why I'm just... I sound like such a fucking booze hound. But <laughs> I used to go down to the deli and get like... <laughs> Get those like big tall, the bud, like the Bud Tallboys and just bring them into the edit and sit and just load tapes and mark shit. Like, you know, every time there was like, oh, that's good, you know, like I would be there overnight. Like, you know, you just, I just didn't sleep.
2: I saw a guy at the train station this morning with a Bud Tallboy, <laughs> not in a paper bag, just walking down with a straw in it. And that man became my hero. Dude, as <laughs> someone the way, who
0: has yeah, gotten man. an open container ticket and had to go to court for it in <laughs> New York City on St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> I would not recommend doing that. <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day? And when I was in college, I came up to New York to see Neil Hamburger and stayed with Dan. And, like, there were seven of us just drinking, like, Lebat bottles on the street. I, like, didn't even know what I was doing. I was literally, like, 21. And, like, a paddy wagon just pulled up and they gave us, like four people ran and got away and I was just I didn't even know what was going on I was just standing there and then I had to go back to court so I coincided my court date with the tortoise concert (laughs) (laughs) and went in and uh, basically they were like if you just don't stay out of trouble for six months no fine it'll disappear and and. Obviously, dude, nothing else happened. Day, that shouldn't gun. even count. Yeah, like it's, dude, that's not—it's not, it's not own, you. If dude. I had had it in a bag, though, I'm sure it would have been fine. So, so yeah, that's why I would say, if you're to gonna care. drink in public, at least use a bag. Dude,
3: when I when I first moved to New York 20 odd years ago, like my first job was at this place on 21st Street, I would come in at 10 a.m. and like. And right across the street, they were building a high rise, and I would see those guys walking around up there with Bud Tallboys at, at ten in the morning. It was building
2: like, a high rise. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> they're, they're, that is terrifying. Were up,
3: yeah, like I was on the fourth floor, I think. So, yeah, they were on at least that. What if you use tomorrow. a clear
2: bag? Does that still count? <laughs> no, I think, <laughs> no. I think
3: like nowadays the, it's they'll get you anyway. You know, there's a whole reason,
0: like in some Malcolm Gladwell book or something. The bag about, is
3: not.
1: You it's mean not some he wrote.
3: The bag no. is not a legal uh thing.
0: It's not legal but it like cuts down on arrest it like it like helped people not get arrested and like the cops didn't want to arrest there was some science behind well, it. Well,
3: back back in the day in <coughs> bad 90s. What was it like before cell would, phones? They would <laughs> tell you to put it in a fucking bag. They didn't care. They were chasing real criminals back then. Yeah, and then a young man named Giuliani came to office <laughs> and declared war on fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, it went all, and it went over to Ninth Avenue. The bastard, two blocks over, unheard of. I'm still waiting. The guy had a straw in the beer, so I'm just—I've been thinking about it. So maybe. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is he's like a weird, like germaphobe. He doesn't want to touch his lips to the can because I have like OCD issues too. But he still is an alcoholic. No, if
2: you saw the guy. This guy, mm. Gerbs, were his friend. Like this oh, guy was he all wasn't. about. Drinks. I'm imagining a dude in like a suit. You know, no, I, think this, th- there I think this. No, straw <laughs>
3: is the sign of a true of a real alcoholic because I've heard oh. the rumor that drinking alcohol through the straw gets you more fucked up or something. Really, it Skipping eliminates you. the. Yeah. I mean,
1: airflow. Yeah, yeah but, I it's I mean,
3: literally like a high school like rumor. <laughs> it's not yeah. true. Let's try
1: it. <laughs> I'm doing that. I'm trying that
0: right That's after right. this. Oh. <laughs> we'll try it as you listen to Forrest talk about hello goodbye and other interesting things and veganism.
2: And uh, the importance of a good lawyer. Yes. Going off track!
0: So today I'm going off track. Our guest is Forrest Klein from Hello Goodbye.
2: Hey, <laughs> who just played as of this recording Madison Square Garden? Woo!
0: Yes. <laughs> How does it feel? How's the, the day after feel?
4: Uh, it's cool. It, it was it was quite an experience. I was trying to. Actually,
2: think about it and soak it up, but that's hard to do because mm-hmm. it's the new revamped garden. So it's you're one of the first bands to be playing in there. That's what I heard. Although I'd never been, so it's the only <laughs> garden I know. <laughs> You'd never been to a show there before at all. No. Huh? Oh, that's cool. The first time you go, you play. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's badass, man. Yeah, it is badass. <laughs> how's
0: how's the Paramount Tour gone so far? It it's great.
2: Yeah, uh, they're very cool.
4: They're very sweet. Uh, the shows are great. The kids who come to the shows are great. I um we're in like a box truck basically. Okay. So I don't sleep. So I'm just a zombie. Other than that, totally cool. (laughs) Totally cool. You don't have a mattress or
2: couch in the back of the box truck.
4: No, it's a box truck with bunks and a TV and an Xbox and
2: all the wonderful amenities. But it bounces like a box truck. Oh god. So we're I've done that just driving across country. But luckily we were moving a couch. Mm -hmm. And that That was
4: actual. You were just in a box
2: truck. In a box truck. But the couch is the key That's because much more Rollins than me. Cause, cause the older couch had weight to it. So the bumps didn't <coughs> affect you as much, but like the bunks are a little, you're a little looser. Yeah. I, some people have hit the ceiling. Oh God.
0: I just got back from a van tour with eight other guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dude, I would
4: take a, I, all I want to do is get in a van. Yeah.
2: So badly. Yeah. What prompted the box truck transformation?
4: Uh, just cause you have to be there at like 10 in the morning ah, and it. to be, to do it in a van. You just, you can't just really to get
0: do, hotels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly.
4: But uh, I love being in a van. The freedom of yeah. the world. Driving where you want. Stop at a lake. Jump in that thing. Oh, it's
2: great. It's true. It is nice. I love that. I feel trapped in a bus. <laughs> what uh, what anniversary for Hello Goodbye is this? How many years? Almost 11. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. We skipped right over 10. It's, well, you know, 10 doesn't mean much in rock and roll. <laughs> 11 is what's important. Yep, exactly. So Congrats.
0: Were you guys sort of... Between 2006-2010, obviously, there's a gap. There's all the legal stuff happening. Can you talk about that stuff at all? I mean, I'm sure you're over it, but I just feel like I never really understood what happened.
4: Um, well, I can't talk about any legal details, obviously. Okay. Um, I mean, okay, we were, we were with Drive Through Records. They were managing us. They were our label. They basically started to go kaput. You know, they kind of fell apart. And so all the bands were trying to find somewhere to go, some way out. But they didn't want to let anyone go, obviously. So they basically. Oh, see what, what can I say? What can I don't I say want to get that? you in trouble. No. <laughs> I just, yeah,
2: yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, is important. Don't spill. Yeah,
4: yeah, it is important. Um, basically, we, everyone was just trying to find a way to continue doing their bands, you know. And so we spent about three years trying to find a way to continue doing this. And, and you they have been- didn't want to let
0: us. <laughs> And you eventually ended up releasing the record yourself, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at that point, we were kind of we weighed our options. We said, you know, we could do it this way, could do it that way, but it just felt like we had to try it at least
2: once in our lifetime. Did you enjoy that process? Because I know a lot of bands are, are, well, I guess a lot of bands have been, but it seems more so now. With you're probably just funding.
0: psyched to be putting out a record at that point. Oh I yeah. Imagine.
4: Anyway, but no, we wanted to do it ourselves, um, and we made a point. And I did enjoy it. Like we like doing all that's you know I had a lot more control that way than, than even on this record not that I've really like given up anything that I can't do but you know we ran we ran the pre-sale ourselves and actually packed those orders and wrote little sweet little notes and had that kind of you know uh, tangible feeling of it whereas this time there's a company handling the pre-orders kids mm-hmm. were like hey I didn't get mine I'm like no don't don't, don't look at me <laughs> I didn't mail that shit out <laughs> Last time it was my fault.
0: <laughs> this time, not your fault.
4: Not my fault. So now I can, I can, yeah, I can space myself from it. It's good to be able to pass the blame. Yeah. yeah, It is. I can pass the buck all day long now.
0: <laughs> so who, because when I saw you a few years ago, it was you, Travis, Joe, and Mike from the Valley Arena, who I used to tour with yes. in my yeah. old band. Yeah. And now you have some different
4: guys you're playing with? Yeah. Um, Andy, who does green vans. I feel like you might know him too. I don't think He's so. in Boston.
2: Okay. Oh Green Van's the company? Yeah. That's a great company. It is a great what company. What is it? It's they um for bands who can rent uh biodiesel or electric. I don't know if they do electric. I know it's least bio Bans, biodiesel. Biodiesel for their tours to save money on touring because gas is so expensive and you can drive further. Oh wow. And he, it's solely for I don't know, it might be for everybody, but I remember reading a long time ago it was for bands. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. mostly for bands. I think that's, you know, the scene he's in, that's who he rents to. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. That's But he awesome. had quite a setup. Like, had a big uh, jug in the trailer, so you could go for, you know, X number, 100 of, hundred of miles without having to fill up. I think you could do a whole tour and only have to stop and fill up, like, four times. Like, you could do the whole U.S. Was yeah. your box truck
0: wasn't... Was it was that on vegetable oil? Or that was right. Yeah,
4: not this box truck, but we had a it was like an airport shuttle. That was pitch okay. on cheese. Yeah. He was out for that. <laughs> um that only lasted about three, four days into the tour. It was maybe worse. It was worse than what we're doing now. It was maybe the worst thing we ever traveled in. Just comfort wise? Yeah. Um the concept of it and the engine and the veggie oil aspect of it was all fantastic. We like stopped, we filled up at a KFC. Cheese was so excited. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> he loved it, <laughs> um, and it was the first time I'd ever seen it, so I was I was amazed. Um, that was beautiful, but it was basically an airport shuttle that had just windows all down it, and uh, like he threw like cheap IKEA couches in there. And they were like kind of bolted down. All the power went out, so you at night you were just in the dark. You were like literally we were holding up our phones and be like, "You over there? What's going on?" And all the heat and the air conditioning went went out as well. So in Arizona, we were just burning hot. And then when we got to Texas, we were freezing cold. Um, we popped three or four tires. The same tire just kept popping. Because we were probably like 8,000 pounds overweight. We stopped at a weigh station and we were like, they're like, you're not supposed to pull in through here. And we were like, yeah, I know, we're just really curious how much we weigh because you had all of our gear <laughs> in the actual thing no trailer like you had to lift it up and throw it into the thing with you and they were just like uh yeah you're way overweight this is not safe and the axles were just oh, bending man. to break so when we got to el paso we just said hey guy we rented this from your car is in el paso come get it we're out of here cuz it just was dying so we kind of we were rude to him. <laughs> Yeesh!
2: And then you just got to like scramble and find something else.
4: Yeah, we just rented a van. That did what we had to do. Fair enough. Wow. We could tell the guy kind of knew when he dropped it off to us. He's like, "So here it is. Um, you know, uh, enjoy. I gotta go." <laughs> like that was weird. What was, what was that about? And then three days in, we're like,
2: "Oh, he knew it was happening." Yeah, yeah, totally. He knew this was not going to work. Oh man. Yikes. So do you what it sounds like you tour a it sounds like you tour a lot, but uh where's your home base? Long Beach, California. Okay. And how often are you there? Um these days like half the year probably. Oh, half right. the year on, half the year off. Right on. And is um how about international? Do you guys travel about a bit in is it mostly Europe or Um Yeah, we've done a little bit of Europe.
4: It's been a lot of U.K. and it seems like we've gone to like Southeast Asia, um, quite a bit.
2: Whereabouts? We went
4: to the Philippines twice and Indonesia twice.
2: Now, when you play those markets, are there rules? Do they send you like rules of how you have to perform? Um, kind of.
4: They're they're a lot more. Um, they have like a big pamphlet with all the
2: mm-hmm.
4: all the the ins and outs when you get there, and a lot of it seems like they're like they just really want you to have a good time but they're, they're scared that their country is not good enough for you or something. Huh. It seems like the energy in it, they're like, go check out the mall, it's very nice. Yeah. And
2: you're like, well, we don't want to go to the mall. <laughs> yeah. We want to go like see, I don't know, the countryside or something. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to Lincoln Park once years ago, and they were playing Malaysia for the first time, and they were like, yeah, we can't wear shorts on stage. Oh, <laughs> we didn't have that rule. Kind of our thing. <laughs> is, <it hard? laughs> is that their thing? Yeah, that, well, <laughs> Really? That, at, at that time, yeah.
0: It's <laughs> crazy. Is it hard to find vegan stuff over there?
4: Um... Kind of, a little bit. They had this stuff called gadu gadu in Indonesia. Okay. That was mm. basically like lettuce, tofu, bean sprouts, and like a peanut sauce. Delicious. Just eat that every day. So if
2: you're vegan and you have a
4: nut allergy, it's just over. Yeah, yeah. you can't have too many constrictions. God bless. Uh, vegan, gluten free, nut allergy.
2: God man,
4: that's man. how I live. <laughs> are you full on vegan? Or are you? No, actually, I just started eating fish. Like about. Three months ago, so I don't know what you call that. pesca lacto ovo I think. Oh, you do? You do eggs? No. Okay, so it's, like it's just pescatarian. I think. Pescatarian. Okay. I think. I feel like pescatarian would be open to dairy.
2: Yeah,
0: I think so too. Really?
4: Pescatarian, no dairy. Okay. Except for cookies. Yeah,
2: it's very specific.
4: Yeah.
0: You know? Hey, whatever works for you, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. No judgments. <laughs> How long have you been a vegetarian? Um, I went vegetarian.
4: Like, senior year of high school, um, junior year of high school, mm-hmm. and then went vegan, like, a year into that, and then vegan till about three months ago.
2: What was the reason for the—what kind of—what fish
4: was it that turned you? Uh, there was no specific fish. It was just kind of trying to eat less uh, fake meats, you know, and then figured fish seems like something you should be eating. Every time you see that picture of, like, the perfect meal— it's like here's a little piece of fish, some veggies and some quinoa and
2: rice. Yeah. Sounds so good. So that's what I go with. I just <laughs> go with that picture. <laughs> Did you ever have to read in school the uh, the autobiography of Ben Franklin? Do you have to read that? Yeah. I it's don't think um, so. he was a vegetarian for ten years. And he was coming back on a boat and uh, he writes about it that there's uh obviously he wrote about it. That was probably weird for the time. Uh I'm not sure. I, I don't know. He I mean he was one of those, you know, he's like hanging out with whores in France and then writing all these amazing things. He talks about being on his boat and he'd done the trip a couple of times back and forth to Europe and he just smelled fried fish one day and he was like, oh my God, that smells so good. I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) And then they were cooking other fried fish and they slid open this fish's stomach and a bunch of little fish came out and he went, well, if they have no problem eating other fish, <laughs> then I have no problem eating them. And he stopped being a vegetarian at that moment. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty decent. Yeah, that'll work out. That's pretty decent. Yeah. I could probably go that route, sushi and just vegetables. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I've that for a and, long time. Yeah, you were a vegetarian for a while, and then I, I watched the slow shift.
0: Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were growing up, were you like into a lot of like the... Southern California, kind of punk rock, like all the epitaph, like no effects, all that kind of stuff, or not so much?
4: Not so much. I was like a little pop kid. Yeah. What yeah. kind of stuff were you into? Um, you know, I loved Jimmy World and Death Kept for cutie and that sort of thing. I loved like Ozma, who was from mm-hmm. Southern California. Loved Limbeck. Yes. Yeah. Um but then also I loved like the Vanga Boys and some Britney Spears songs and Ricky Iglesias and things like that.
2: Well, I, you- I didn't like anything tough at all. I was a giant pussy well when you list those artists it sounds like you like good song writers sure okay i didn't know it at the time yeah no (laughs) i remember when travis remember that band travis yeah and they would cover hit me baby one more time and people gave them a little shit about it and they went it's a good song (laughs) why wouldn't you want to play that yeah well they should have done toxic if they were going to go anywhere don't know if it had been out it's the best song she ever did you think so toxic
4: Uh, yeah i think so wow I'll i'll put that out there
0: all right put that on record very controversial yeah
4: no i think that's widely agreed upon
2: (laughs) yeah toxic really yeah those (laughs) crazy strings hit me baby man oh yeah i guess true yeah (laughs) mr bungle covered hit me baby one more time once oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) if you can find if you can find it out there or email me i have it i feel like Limbeck
4: might have done a hit me baby one one more time cover yeah yeah i think they did seems possible oh no they i think they did backstreet boys I think they did I Want It That Way. I just found
0: maybe Patrick yeah I think Pat posted this weird video of them like finding beer. Have you seen this weird movie they made where they're like <laughs> you know they're like no beer and then like all of a sudden they open there's weird effects and they open a fridge and they're like just like pounding it's really dumb <laughs> you should watch it it's, you know this guy it's funny.
4: Check it out, yeah. This is what I do when I should be working. <laughs> <laughs> watch old Limbeck movies they made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they did exactly. one where they did uh, stand up at the Green Street Theater in North Carolina. Really? Except that, okay, yeah, they like added in fake laughter and edited it all together. Like, they both just went up and did like a stand up performance. And we were like, that is such a great idea. We're going to, we're playing there in a week. We're going to do that. I thought they did it for real in front of the crowd, but they didn't. They did it before doors and faked it. So then we went up there, we, we, before our show, we were like, we're going to do stand up. (laughs) We went up and did stand up. And people were seriously flipping us off and smoking cigarettes and being like, play a song or get off. (laughs) like this is supposed to be funny guys you're supposed to enjoy this (laughs) they hated it and then i talked to them I'm like god like the crowd hated it when we did that and they're like oh we didn't do that for the crowd (laughs) we we did that for an empty room what are you crazy you know how hard stand-up is it it is hard it (laughs) makes (laughs) writing a pop song look easy especially when people don't want to see it (laughs) they're like this is not at all why we came here no i didn't pay for this why are you messing with me
0: Was that the end of your comedy career? Or you that st- was the only time yeah. we did it. Yeah.
4: Mm, but we did have fake laughter, so it didn't matter if they laughed or not. Mm-hmm. We had a little button you could push. Nice. One button for the Seinfeld team when people walked out, <laughs> and then one button for fake laughter. And John Cheese was the MC that night. I did. And he had a bit where he just kept saying, where are we? And people were like, Green Street. And like by the fifth time he did it, they were just like, fuck <laughs> off, man. We told you.
2: We don't want to go along with this bit anymore. <laughs> oh man that makes me think that you should have just kept going yeah you have to circle back around until it's funny again you gotta commit yeah threes and nines man threes and nines (laughs) if you can get to nine you are a god funny (laughs) funny funny shit yeah so would you say that i mean hello goodbye is mostly your endeavor because i know you started with some people but the the band members have changed significantly since the last time i talked to
4: you Um, i mean it's always been me in a room alone writing songs that's always weird that's the way it started And that's the way it has always been. Mm -hmm. So then for shows, I've always just enlisted people to come play. So do you play
0: play everything on the record, or do you have other people play on it?
4: Um, Usually I've played everything except for the drums and the strings and the horns and other things that are hard to play.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever tried to play drums?
4: Yeah, I like to play drums. Yeah, it's not good. It <laughs> sounds super good when you're sitting behind the kit. You're like, man, I am just, I'm grooving. I'm so in the pocket. This is like fantastic. And then you record it and you play it back, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, that is not how it sounded. Yeah, in my head at all.
2: When you write stuff for strings, do you do it? Do you, you know, write it on a, like on a keyboard, but like you know, hit the string button? I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, works. you like program it all out.
4: Okay. Have this big MIDI electronic orchestra,
2: right, then is that fun to have actual people come in and play strings and transcribe and put it together? That sounds cool
4: it's the most yeah, it's amazing because it always it sucks so bad when you sequence it and you're like, "I I think this is going to be cool one day right now it sounds so stupid,
2: mm-hmm. and then they come in and they just, give it the flavor <laughs> so you really have the the delineation between writing the song and arranging the song uh yeah, sure. Yeah, like and then the writing the song and then performing the mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. two separate things. Yeah, well, the arrangement for the recording must just sound like must be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I the, the people I, I'm fascinated by people who can because I I am ridiculously lazy and, and have no tolerance for repetition, and so practicing anything just floors me. I get lost in repetition. Yeah, musicians. I love it about them. I realize that I've done nothing but like looped four
4: seconds of music for like an hour and just loved it i'm like oh man this is great what is it? like this do i do this do i do this try, do I try this and i just do that over and over and then i look at the clock and i'm like man an hour and a half went by i've done nothing i've accomplished
2: nothing there. i would say you've accomplished a lot more than many people because would you say you're very? Pro- i think it's like a you soak it up kind of thing would you say you're a very process oriented uh artist
4: um I mean, I suppose so. It's always a different process. There's not like this one
2: route that I, that I go.
4: Huh. Um, but you just get lost in it and follow it.
2: Like, does a song start with a melody, or is it a lyric, or is it a riff? Or... It's always different, exactly. Wow. You know, sometimes it's like a rhythm,
4: or a groove, or a drum beat. Sometimes it's a melody. Sometimes it's a lyric, and then you find a melody. Or sometimes it's like a thing on a keyboard or a guitar. I feel like it's always different.
0: And sort of the newer record, maybe specifically, like, is it hard to let go? Like, how do you sort of know when it's done and you shouldn't add anything else?
4: I don't know. I struggle with that. I don't know if I'm good at that. Um, I'll redo things again and again. I generally feel like it always gets better, but things will go through. um, Like, I'll finish it, and then I'll say no. I won't throw it away because there's something there, but I'll just redo it totally differently. You know, like, oh, it should be more orchestral and redo it and then nope that was a mistake i don't know why i tried that and then redo it so most of the songs kind of went through like two or three incarnations and i don't know when you i guess you know when it's done when i finally don't hate it (laughs) (laughs) because usually you're just unhappy about something and you work on it until you're just satisfied
0: yeah I understand. I mean, I feel like you guys came up, maybe it's a drive through association, but I feel like you were part of that kind of pop-punk world with like Newfound Glory, all that kind of stuff. I mean, did you ever sort of feel, but I feel like musically you guys were always kind of way different. Did you ever feel like you were part of that scene or did you kind of feel on the outside of it?
4: I guess I always felt on the outside of it.
2: Um, I always felt like on the outside of everything I've done. <laughs> I don't know. I never belong. Doesn't <laughs> that sound weird that you're saying you feel like you're on the outside, but you like and like to write? you know what you refer to as pop songs
4: yeah sure but even like i don't feel like i'm on the inside of like the pop world Mm -hmm. you know like an outsider to that just don't have a home anywhere
2: you're a troubadour Mm -hmm. (laughs) or that sure (laughs) it's a good way of putting it there you go (laughs) i have a bad way of putting it well it's i mean going through what you've gone through and we've talked to and seen a lot of bands who have gone through that that's that's soul crushing you know, mm-hmm. and it's uh for both sides, you know, it, trying to look at it from the perspective of um I've been in lawsuits myself and it's it's zero fun. Luckily the person mm-hmm. I was in a lawsuit with was a loathsome troll. So it was easy to have the hate. But if you can have Oh, the, I have the hate. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I can legally say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But again, you know, if this is your art and what you do and you and you're feeling um, you know, suffocated and you can't yeah. do it, that's that's hard but you know kudos to you for still out there doing it and you're on this great tour now
4: yeah yeah there was a three years where it was like we there was two years where we had the record kind of done and we just we just were sitting on it you know couldn't put it out it was just the most
2: frustrating thing ever so. i remember there's a band and i think it was uh children of Bodom. remember that band mm-hmm. there's some uh metal band in europe and they had a legal issue, so they found the loophole where if they broke up the band, mm-hmm. or reformed under a different name, that they could then put this record out. Yeah. And they did that. That's exactly. smart. See, I signed as my name. Ah. As me.
4: So mm-hmm. I could go nowhere. No.
0: <laughs> what do you sort of I do... I fake my death. Oh, yeah. Did you think about that? <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Never goes good in a movie. Yeah, do No.
0: Um, what do you sort of do when you're just kind of home, not writing music do you have like any hobbies or anything you like to do for fun or
4: um yeah I mean I would like to just go camping take a vacation I like to take pictures I like to cook you know but I don't have like a a hobby I used to skateboard I said nope too old yeah I'm done with that I don't know man no honestly I went to a skate park once uh by my house and a kid who was probably like 12 literally he turned to me and goes aren't you too old to skateboard <laughs> and I was like honestly uh yeah and i went home i was like done
2: was Can't this after you pushed him off the ramp or... <laughs> yeah that's why he was mad and, and took his board <laughs> yeah you deserve and you know you deserve this because <laughs> you're gonna get older too <laughs> and i'm gonna remember it one day you'll you'll be where i'm at kid yeah. <laughs> i don't know i skateboarded to the train today but i, I live at the top of a hill so yeah, I'll i just cruise
4: yeah, that's all i do is cruise yeah. yeah i'll cruise i used to try to kick flip though oh god no Kick flipping days behind.
0: You. I think mine are behind me too. Yeah, as, as a mode. Of I wish it was shorter. I feel like if you have a lower center of gravity, it's way easier. That's what's yeah. fucked
2: up about skateboarding yeah. now is more kids are competing who are 12 against guys who are my age have yeah. been doing it their whole lives. Yeah, and their center of gravity is lower and they heal quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's I'd true. I'd be frustrated. Yeah, like they I don't know frustrated. to be
0: afraid of everything. like no. you learn when you're an adult. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah, and then when they hurt, it's gut-wrenching this is his child
4: (laughs) it's Ah. insane everybody's just getting doing things younger Mm -hmm. yeah if i was jeff rowley
2: get out of here 10 year old (laughs) yeah let me do my thing i'm jeff rowley no totally Yeah. and then before them you have like you know alva you know (laughs) it's yeah you know look how old tony hawk is for doing it yeah lance mountain's like what am i gonna do (laughs) of course those guys are all made of metal (laughs) from how many times they've fallen (laughs) That's why I don't do this Too much anymore <laughs> um, If you You'd like to go camping That seems very interesting To me for someone Who tours all the time it seems I like you're... to go camping On tour too That's the best way To just like reset
0: Yeah How does How does that work You just gotta like
2: You
4: gotta be in a van Okay It doesn't work in, in The way we're going Yeah um, When there's a day off We'll just Pop over to a campsite mm-hmm. we usually like Bring some tents And a grill Have it with us We went to Yosemite On tour It was fantastic Nice But like, yeah, when you're you're stuck in a van and you're in these like, you know, sort of the scuzzy part of downtown all the time, camping will just reset me. And I'm like, all right, it's like day one again after that.
2: What got you in love with the outdoors? Was uh, somebody at home? Did you camp a lot as a kid? Was it your name? Um, That is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I just said, well,
4: accept it. Go with it. (laughs) Um, uh, You did camp a lot as a kid, you know, Um, always had like cabins to go to and stuff like that. So I don't know. Just grew up with it, love it. What would your parents I think it's do? It's just natural. I think everyone should should love the outdoors.
2: Who? How could you not? I like the outdoors, but I I do not like camping. Really? Like when you say cabin, I'm like, yeah, air conditioning. Like, like, <laughs> I'd, be I'm more,
0: I'd be more into the outdoors back in Long Beach
4: than the outdoors here right now. Sure. No, <laughs> I don't want to go outdoors <laughs> at all right now. <laughs> in the world's my my skin is like so thin.
0: Yeah.
2: What do? What would your parents do? They were realtors. So I moved a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like, moved, did you move a lot like, around the country or just in one area?
4: Mostly like, we'd move down the street and then down the street again and then down the street again. But I was born in Oregon, moved like four times within Oregon, then moved to Palm Springs, moved like six times within Palm Springs, then moved to Orange County and moved like six times within Orange County.
2: But to flip houses? or Yeah, okay. I think they made money every time. Okay. Not smart people. That's, that's smart. Of course, you know you don't really get that attachment. <laughs> yeah.
4: Luckily, it was normally within the same city. But yeah, I had like two big moves that were... When I was seven, it was hard to move to mm-hmm. Palm Springs. And when I was 12, it was hard to move to Orange County. And as soon as you have friends, they're like,
2: "It's my best friend for Ah, crap.
4: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I think I'm glad I got out of Palm Desert because everybody I knew...
2: I was 12 years old. Everybody did drugs. Really? Yeah. All of them.
0: This is in Oregon?
2: No, this is in Palm Desert. Okay. Queens. Yeah, but you might have been in the Queens of the Stone Age. I could have been way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they're in Palm Desert. I might <laughs> get my facts straight on that. But So then, so then uh, is your family still there? No, they're in uh, uh, Temecula now. You know where that is? No. I've heard of it.
4: It's like an hour and a half inland from Orange County. Okay. In like okay. between San Diego and Orange County. Okay. Wine country. Ah, uh, yes. They make wine. That's sp- why they call it that.
0: Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Corona Del Mar. Mm-hmm. Did you ever live there?
4: No. No. <laughs> Irvine, Huntington Beach. Okay. Yeah. That's where my dad wants to go now. Yeah. Kind of like South Orange County, San Diego area. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. He said he just wants to take his shoes off and just walk around on the beach. Yeah. I'm like, I get it, Dad.
2: I get it, too. <laughs> Were you an only child? No, I have two older sisters. Two older sisters, yeah. the The youngest brother. Now, are they musical as well? No. My she, sister loved Fish. And now you That's have that it. together. Yeah.
4: She had a bongo in her room for a while.
0: Nice.
2: She hit her bong in it. Well, and you still talk to her. For, 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 for loving <laughs> <Of course>.
0: Fish? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're projecting no, she, a little bit.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying there's never been a justifiable term. There's never been a justified definition to the term hate crime. <laughs> uh, until Except I met fish fans. until I met Trey Anastasio, <laughs> really? Wait, hey, was a dick? He was a dick immediately. Really? Yeah, and I was he like, he seems
0: oh, like he would be a nice guy. You That's think a he, singer
2: of Fish. Yeah, yeah. you
4: think he would
0: be total dick? What what and I was
4: like, I
2: don't
0: fucking know you.
4: Maybe because he cleaned up
2: and he's, he's did you, angry? Did you say
0: something to him? No, I like didn't. why are your song so long? <laughs> and, nor-
2: and normally that would be the case with <laughs> I, me. Know, I know. And I was, but I was, but I was sober. And okay, it was okay, fine. Because there have been moments, although one time he was in this amazing deli here in um, New York uh, called um, Barney Greengrass. It's up in the Upper West Side. It's Barney Greengrass, Mm. the Sturgeon King. And you're like, this is delicious and wonderful. Then you get the check and you go, good God, but there's a reason. And he was sitting behind me and I was texting my wife. Went, Trey Anastasia's behind me. There might be a hate crime, <laughs> but I will be exalted for the rest of my life. <laughs> if I tip over his platter of Nova. He did something shitty.
4: He, what, he, um, he said he was cleaned up, but then he was like on heroin and he crashed a car or something. I'm probably making that totally up, but he did something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You guys are shattering this image of this guy I know almost nothing about. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. all you yeah. never
4: really listen to. Because all you see and go, oh,
0: can play. <laughs> I saw that documentary they made, I guess a long time ago uh like, i
2: sat through that piece of shit
0: <laughs> i i it was actually their music on it was better than i thought it would be like i was like these guitar solos i can sort of get behind it's yeah. just like they
4: got a few good songs man i'm okay with it yeah farmhouse farmhouse mean, i know that one yeah but he doesn't write lyrics
2: yeah. not at all not at all they're like the grateful dead Does somebody else does yes Who's oh. not even in the band oh really yes weird yeah how do you feel about that songwriter it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I feel weird about that. Have you ever?
4: Have you thought written songs for other people as well? Not really. Um, I've done like two or three small co-writes where like you get in a room with somebody and work something out. One with uh, Louis DeBuck from Secret Handshake.
0: Okay. You mean, you know, yeah.
4: Did like he did kind of like a soul influenced record. And wrote one for that. It's the only thing I ever did that got released. Wrote one with Dia. Oh yeah. I oh. never got did anything with. It was like a straight up one Republic kind of mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake pop song. Right on. It's a good one. Nobody ever took it. I don't know.
2: Did you ever get approached to do the voice? No, you know? no. I don't. Do they approach people like that? They I don't do. Know. Uh, they do. I know they do. Um, uh, You've been approached. No, I know. Some, I know someone. <laughs> no, I, I, I know, I know someone do, who's uh, been approached. <laughs> Because when they would start doing, cause you know, like every year there would be someone from the warped world, and like, how the fuck yeah. is this happening?
0: Yeah, how does that happen? Well, That's how that when, happens.
2: When 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 Dia was on years ago, Kevin Lyman's there, so at, maybe I don't know if there was some kind of connection there, or um, mm. she brought him along and be like, help me out. I have no idea the story, but uh, then the next year there was a couple other people, and then Cassidy from Hey Monday. So there was always like someone from that world, and then I talked to someone from that world, and they went, yeah, we were approached to come on but that's so
0: weird that is really weird like I feel like if you, I mean I don't care
2: we're shattering
4: all these dreams on this <laughs> yeah oh, okay. that's not
2: really a dream shattering thing because people who've had a number of record deals and fallen through can still go on that show yeah so it's not really it's, yeah. it's almost like a second chance kind of thing yeah do you,
0: do you remember, have you heard of the show called I Want My Pants Back
2: no What? You need to hear about it immediately. I don't know
0: exactly what it's about. It's some kind of like breakup show, but someone was telling me about it, and I thought they said it was called I Want My Chance Back, and I thought it was people that had like blown auditions or made mistakes in life got to like relive that moment, and I was like, that's like a fucking crazy idea for a show. That's a great idea. Yeah, and then they were like, no, it's I Want My Pants Back. It's like about people who fight and break up, and I was like, okay.
4: You're like, well, that's a name. I have a
2: way better idea. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so I think we should
0: get I Want My Chance Back, although I feel like it would be pretty depressing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like, you can try again All sorry saps Yeah, Or and fail again There's that a possibility Oh god I don't think so Oh yeah To see if people fail For the second time Yeah Ooh. Yeah that's a good point That's even harder This entire YouTube channel <laughs> um, When you have to bring in Different people uh, Do you bring in different people Each tour Or do you have like Some carryovers From previous lineups We've got carryovers
4: I think mm-hmm. Nielsen might come back
2: And play oh, yeah? again at
4: some time Nice
2: Yeah He's, he's a great he's, drummer He's a great
4: drummer and a great guy. Great guy, I agree. He's still, he, he recently he texts me probably every two three days and he says f you, <laughs> and then he says hey what's up. <laughs> He's so weird and sweet. Um, first drummer he ever had was Aaron Flora. Um, he comes in and out whenever it's convenient for him. You know, so it's kind of just a in and out door. <laughs> okay. It's just hard, I, you know. I don't want to like force people to be around all the time. Busy. Mm-hmm. So is He's that a pool
0: a, is that a weird dynamic though sort of like being like this is what you play this is what you play or is it sort of like here's the idea of basically what you do like i
4: think it feels pretty natural this yeah yeah, yeah it's cuz cuz everything's written like here's the recordings let's figure it out you know and you can rotate you're like this may I, you, you do this how right? you, you feel comfortable with this part you want to do this and we just kind of shuffle it out
0: and Travis has a coffee shop now, or something?
4: No, he's starting a coffee okay. shop. He works for a um, like a they do kind of recycled goods. They do hats and belts and things like that. Uh, called Yellow One
0: Oh, nice! I just found Instagram. So it, it appears they just has a perfect life.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, via Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I guess everyone does via Instagram
2: <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, there's, there's, there's. You know, it's no car accident in Instagram. Of course, there probably is no anything I can think of is probably out there on the internet we talked about that though
0: how like people are getting bummed out because like the internet's projecting this i'm not saying travis is doing this i'm sure his life is great (laughs) but uh it only projects like the happiest moments of everyone's life so it makes everyone else like insecure looking at it you're like everyone else is
4: yeah it is a new weird culture of self-doubt yes that you feel yeah or like yeah it's like i feel like yeah yeah everyone i know is just succeeding nonstop. what am i doing wrong (laughs)
2: I feel that way of because it used to be I could be completely lazy in my life and career and go, Well, I'm just not getting any jobs, you know, I'm yeah. going on auditions but nothing's happening. <laughs> but now I can there's this hustling aspect I can do online mm-hmm. like tweeting constantly and Facebooking and Instagramming and, and, <laughs> and then I've reached the point in my age where they say, Yeah, it was on Reddit. I'm like, I don't understand it. I wish I knew what it was. Yeah, I, people, when people are of, coming
4: to you and telling you things you should be doing, and you're like, What, what is this? Yeah, that's when you just it's hard to deal with.
0: Yeah. Do, do you try to like? I feel like lately I've been tried to like limit my like because I feel like for a while it's like I couldn't watch a movie without like picking up my phone eight times, and yeah. then I'd miss it. And then people be like, What do you think of this movie? I'm like, uh, I don't really pay attention, yeah. I mean, do you do you feel like you try to? Take breaks or anything? Um,
4: you know, I've been reading. I feel like there's so many like articles and things about this concept that I've yeah, been reading totally. the last six months. Yeah, it's totally like, present in my mind. Um, so every time I realize, every time I tell myself I should do something, I'm like, man, I should Instagram that. Like, that's important. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. I should not worry about that at all. If I have, you know, a spare moment where I'm doing nothing, I'll get to that. But you catch yourself like feeling like you should. And then I tell myself no.
0: Yeah, yeah. We talk about this a lot. How it's like a lot of it can be ego driven, and you're yeah. like, "This is a blurry band photo" because I was at this show and you weren't.
4: Yeah, like because yeah.
0: apparently everyone I, side stage. Apparently, everyone I know is at your show last night. I was just <laughs> like, I can't look at this again. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> heard the feed was going a little crazy. It was going crazy, <laughs> mostly Chase.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a weird thing. I don't like it. Let's go camping. Let's yeah, yeah I think
2: there. we need to get back to our roots. Yeah, uh, but dude, I live in the suburbs. I'm there. Yeah, I guess that's I'm, true. I'm good. <laughs> I, I left and, and went back. Yeah, I couldn't handle the the metropolis because <laughs> uh, you know why? It's that accessibility.
0: That was because I moved to the East Village and Stephen had been there forever and then moved out like three weeks later. Yeah.
2: We we could walk to the same places in a short amount of time, and now it's like, no. But you lived on the crazy street with the Hells Angels, so you lived on the safest block in the East Village.
0: Yes. They were super nice.
2: They're very nice. The Hells Angels is the safest block. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really is. (laughs) There's cameras everywhere, and it's
0: not the cops. Mm. I would just, if you're going to park, maybe don't park where their cones are. Like, I saw so many people, like, just go up there and, like, try to, like, take these spots. I'm just like, oh, my God,
4: what are you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Like, just... That's uh, seriously dangerous, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
2: it's just not smart, right <laughs> and are you recently married uh three years, three years, that's recent, no it's not. <laughs> yeah. well, congrats on that, thank you, um, and I have no follow up because I literally thought it was recent, but <laughs> that's how I go.
4: <laughs> it's pretty recent, it's fresh,
2: yeah, well, it's fresh and fun and cool. <laughs> um, what does your wife do?
4: uh she does weddings,
2: like she you know plans and coordinates and Stylizes. So your Flowers. wedding must have been nuts. It was before she did it. Okay, but yeah. she learned, So after planning yours, she was like, "I could do this forever." I think so. Yeah,
4: like, this is easy.
2: Yeah, it, it is. Some
4: people freak out. it's like, well, so hard. What's going on? I can't do this.
0: But you probably did most of the work with the wedding, right? Of
4: course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We we it was a team effort. Yeah, that's good. That is very good. That's smart. Um, did you find that? Did she do the? Uh, I'll leave the music up to you
4: uh no that was collab too
2: oh that's okay
4: yeah we started brainstorming playlists for a while okay
2: that that was bequeathed yeah that was that was nice yeah didn't have to do anything Did did you have a band did you play did I play? Yeah. No, was, okay, I was so say. disgusting. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Some people, you know, you see videos like, I wrote you a song, that kind of thing. I don't know. Oh, that could be sweet. Yeah. That could be sweet. Mm-hmm. Now, no. No, um, I'm sorry. I should have specified, not your band playing. That would have been horrifying. <laughs> you know.
4: Booked us the best gig we ever got here, boys. <laughs> Come on now. 75 people. They're kicking weight. Sick guarantee. <laughs> um, Joe and Travis and all the guys who were playing at the time played little, um, kind of, they had a little toy piano, ukulele, yakuza guitar. They did like uh, instrumental versions of uh, and I love her. her the
2: Beatles, mm-hmm. other songs, tasteful stuff. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What do you say? Like, there's one musical instrument that you gravitate towards. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm most comfortable in the guitar. Okay. For sure.
4: Mm-hmm. Not too slick on the keys. Mm-hmm. Bought a violin, thinking I might learn it, and I didn't. Wow. Yeah, that's daunting. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. one day.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. Remember. I feel like last time we hung out. We went to the main drag because you guys yeah. were
4: shooting a video
0: or something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were shooting the one we first met video. Yes. In uh, Prospect Park. Yeah. Is that right? The yes. big one in Brooklyn? Yeah. That is right. Any videos coming up? Do you feel the need to even do it? Um, We'd shot a video like three months ago.
2: Um, I think we'll shoot another one soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird because now it's just. How many times can people watch it on the internet? It must, yeah. must be neat to see how many people can actually watch and see something that you've done. Yeah, but it is weird. You're like, well, you just you throw it on the
4: internet? There you go. It okay. seems
0: like weird now to even think about seeing a video on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if that happened, I feel like you'd be like, what is this?
4: Yeah. Although at the same time, I've watched more music videos recently than I ever did before. Yeah. Because like, I'll subscribe to playlists on YouTube and those pop in new ones. Check it out. Great thing to do. On the Xbox, you could just boop put them up on the big screen. <laughs> nice. It's lovely. You guys like doing that? It's
2: great. It's like HD. No, I don't
4: God. Yeah, you can watch it in H D for yeah. real.
2: <laughs> yeah, you what Xbox, you a big game guy? Not really. Yeah. Um play a
4: little Left For Dead for a while there. Is that that game? No. Uh, they're not I Legos, in it, I don't play it. Oh. On the on the on the bus, everyone plays FIFA.
2: But oh, I can't yes. wrap my head around it the soccer one right yeah yeah playing yeah it's like really complicated playing a sport you can play for real with your hands that you're not (laughs) supposed to play with your hands is odd to me
4: right when you're shooting a gun you're like well i'm not really gonna do this no but when you're kicking a soccer ball you're like yeah we could just go do this (laughs) so i like the lego
2: games because i probably i will play with legos at some point (laughs) there's lego
4: video games oh they're the
2: best really (laughs) oh man the best huh I did two okay. th- thousand eight. Batman, uh, the Batman Lego game was like oh, yeah. rated the number one video game that year. For, like everyone across the board, people who are like playing nothing but Bioshock, like is a fucking good game. Yeah, there's a whole Shit. bunch of them. I'll dive in. Yeah, dude, two. two. <laughs> They're delightful <laughs> and less violent when when it's Lego bricks being knocked apart hither, <laughs> hither and yon. How many, how many releases? Hello, goodbye. Done. This is our third, the third, third full length. Yeah, right on good for you sticking with it <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest oh, way I'm a trooper
0: was there was there ever sort of a point maybe where you thought about stopping mm-hmm. or maybe especially when stuff was getting kind of rough with all the
4: um no I mean there was a point when I thought maybe I couldn't do it Yeah, like you know I wouldn't be able to do it or wouldn't be allowed Um, but honestly I think that I would at whatever level I'd always record music and do something with it even if I just stuck it out on on my blog. <laughs> can we check it out, please? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I've always, I never thought that I would start a band and like do a band for a job. But in high school, I always just wrote songs and had bands and I can't imagine like not ever doing that. It's and a very natural thing.
0: Do you feel like you're like a generally a pretty positive person or optimistic?
4: Um, yeah, it's a weird twisted mix, you know, yeah. like, I can be very, uh, nervous, about things, but then positive, positive outlook, hopeful, you know I don't know what, how you'd call it what you'd call that personality scared and hopeful <laughs> at all times Weary but that. wary yeah.
2: Weary but optimistic
4: always wary but hopeful
2: is, is all the le- the legal shenanigans is that finished? Yeah, okay yeah right. well, <laughs> you know uh, yeah. they they reach out every once in a while, okay, you never know when that'll end yeah i know there's always something it's like um you know if you it's like a friend of mine had been divorced for a few years and all of a sudden he got this call from his lawyer and like what now what exactly. why yeah for what and i have to oh crap <laughs> 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 well that's good so where are you know is it all self-released or what
4: label no we we put this last one out with uh old friends okay wanted to like give it more of a you know have a little more power behind
2: it. When yeah, like, we did it ourselves, we 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 saw the glass ceiling mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, but did you feel that when you do it yourself that you know, you can you can account for more, you know. It's like sometimes doing it at your own release like uh might not sell as much, but you know, more of the money's going right to you. Yeah, that's true. No, for sure. Um we don't see any money cuz we put it out with the label.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know it's about trying to
2: keep it going mm. for the next couple of years mm. so that's the plan totally now the tour right now is with uh, metric and paramore right mm-hmm. so uh bands that i i hear constantly on my serious satellite radio that mm-hmm. i don't have to pay for mm-hmm. um you don't have to uh well no my wife pays for it <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> lucky uh, boy
2: which i thank her for, for doing that <laughs> uh I was like, I'm in the car more, come on. Mm-hmm. But then I found myself listening to the radio classic station more than anything. <laughs> you know, It's like, old Finn McGee and Molly, sure, why not? Who is this? <laughs> what a treat. Yeah, it's delightful. Yeah, 50s on 5, 60s on 6, 70s on 7, they're all good. Right there. Yeah. In order. But I have them on 3, 4, and 5 because, <laughs> well, I don't you know. should sort that out. How I fucking programmed it. But yeah, uh, 50s is amazing. It's yeah. a great station. <laughs> um, uh, so the tour, how long has this tour been going on? Like four weeks now four weeks now and that's pretty cool i mean literally because uh you know in the i mean i saw Haley performance she was 14 yeah you know and watching her grow and um was that exciting to feel that you guys were being chosen for this tour totally exciting yeah it's it's honestly an honor and she has i mean she
4: was always i think people always kind of knew she was impressive but yeah she's she's the real deal that girl's got it
0: yeah it's true <laughs> yeah
4: she can just command a room it's amazing.
0: I'm, I've seen, yeah, like Stephen, like I've seen her on warp Tour and stuff since I worked on the tour, and yeah, I saw her at Hammerstein last year, and it was like I was like, this is like a real like rock star, like yeah. like the energy and like the confidence. I was like, this is like a legit. It's weird to see.
4: Yeah, that's a good way of putting there. it. I'm like, this is these guys are gonna be around for a while. This for is sure. this is for real. Yeah.
0: What have their fans have their fans been pretty receptive to you?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very sweet. Um, sometimes you know. There's bands that have the fanatic fans, and they're purely interested in that band. And there are very fanatic Paramore fans, but I think they're more open to more things than than some other bands that have been around for a little while.
0: Well, it seems like a lot of Hello Goodbye fans have kind of stuck around since I remember seeing you guys at Highline mm-hmm. maybe like three or years ago or something. And mm-hmm. I remember like people are going really crazy. Like it seems like they kind of stuck around. In a lot of ways,
4: you got you got some that stuck around. You got some that thought we disappeared and came back. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who, who I think didn't stick around the whole time. But they're like, "Hey, I loved you then. I loved you then, and I loved you now."
0: Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I feel like
4: duck out whenever you know, (laughs) just out of there. I feel like in some, some ways that can be like fair weather. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it can be
0: a tough thing, but I feel like in some ways it can almost be a positive thing. We talk a lot about how sometimes fans break up and get back together. Mm-hmm. Not that you guys did that, but I feel like sometimes having that space, you realize you can't see them every year when they come through. And you're like, I'm not going to yeah. go this time. I'll go next time.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's probably more exciting for people who see it go away and then see it come back. You know, than the people who are like. Every time you come through town, this is my 40th show. Like, Right, right, totally. That's just that's, That just kind of creeps me out. I don't... Sure, I'll take some of those, but to be honest, you creep me out if you do it. <laughs> so can we get Limbeck back together or what? Oh, I wish. Let's do it. I, I've tried, man. Yeah? We've offered them tours. Yeah? And they're like, nah.
0: Come on, guys. I saw not- John play with Trapper... Everybody's playing for now trappers now
4: oh yeah I, know I don't know how to about. pronounce it I, I think they're inside that one maybe Blitzen Trapper no no Trapper
0: something I don't know they're they're good but I don't know
4: but it's not it's sad thing it's not Limbeck. yeah it's a sad thing to have them gone from the world mm-hmm. it is they like got the young dudes you yeah the young dudes yes that's cool
0: yeah it's cool it's cool I'll take it yeah. Um so I'll
4: what take else? Rob writing words about anything. I agree.
0: I totally agree. So what else is do you guys have kind of sort of planned after after the Paramore thing? Are you guys gonna do some more headlining stuff or take a break yeah, for the holidays? Hopefully or?
4: The the next year's kinda open, but hopefully next year we'll kinda go out and do I think we're all excited to to do a headline on this record and kind of start dreaming and come up with make it a whole thing, you know, do do it up the way it deserves, that sort of thing. At the end of this tour, we're kinda doing <laughs> Shows getting us back home uh, through December, like some little holiday shows and radio shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, in Jan, March, Jan March, sure. Uh, we're going to Singapore and Tokyo. Hopefully, some more things like that. But yeah, I think a he-
2: headline next year is what we're excited about. Right on. How about like all the festivals and things? I'd love to. I do don't you, know.
4: Do you like playing those, or
2: is it? Yeah. Oh,
4: okay. I, lo- I, I I love playing festivals and. I didn't kind of understand going to festivals mm-hmm. for a long time, like whenever we played warp tour, I was like, I never went to warp tour as a kid i you know i, I really never, yeah I was never like I never got it. it that was we were in that scene, but I was never you know like I said i no bands I really wanted to see usually played warp tour, um so I never went, so when we went I was like i don't get what these kids are here for, <laughs> like you know I couldn't understand the concept of Going there and being hot and seeing 80, 80 bands, um, but you know, recently I've had a lot of good festival experiences where I I kind of get it. So now I've got the the understanding of what it's like to be there. Which festivals? Um, just was at FYF in LA, um, Coachella a couple times. I think Coachella is where I kind of got it. It's like, oh, this is this is why it's cool.
0: Although you know, who didn't play Coachella but played Warped Tour is asthma,
4: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I don't remember when they played that.
0: They, I think it must have been like oh three, oh two, oh three, oh four. See, I wanted to see Ozma
4: Chain Reaction only.
0: Yeah, I understand. I wanted to get in that hot room with three guys. <laughs> Drink some energy
2: drinks. Yeah, yeah. But get I, a get a slushy. <laughs> chain reaction. I find I find festivals just be so daunting. No. Yeah, and it's 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 just it's it's. Sometimes I just believe it's a giant Stargate that you can just walk into, you know, the truck lot of all the vans and buses and go to another festival. There's a secret (laughs) portal that'll take you from Coachella to Lollapalooza. If only. And then you don't have to worry about it. I I think it's there. (laughs) If only you could just live in festivals (laughs) and never leave. There's just been talk about how, you know, there's so many festivals that people go to those and... For a lot of bands, it's quite lucrative, but sometimes it takes away from, you know, touring, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm.
4: Like, There's something special though about a festival. I don't know. When you see a band play, it seems a little bit like a moment, momentous occasion at a festival.
0: Yeah, I agree. I get really down on them and then I was just at Gainesville Fest. Mm-hmm. We just played there and then you, like, you run into so many people you never thought you would see and then you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was just down at Voodoo and The Cure played and they only played festivals mm-hmm. like like this year. And you just watch and you're just like, this is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't The Cure play all the time? Because they
0: don't need to, Probably Because they're making enough money just doing festivals. Oh,
2: God. They were amazing. They they did, I, I, cause I, I just secretly think they're all hilarious. And they came out and they just like opened with a song that, might have been on the last record. I'm not sure, but I didn't recognize it. And it was with mm. someone who was a Dire Cure fan. Is it like, mm, it's a newer one. Okay. <laughs> and they played another newer one, and the crowd was calling, mm. and they just launched. It was like, um, "Fascination Street, Just Like Heaven, Burn." Like, and they just then they just kept going. And you saw that. You just saw the place just turn. <laughs> like, they got some maybe s-. they did too, and they're like, "This is not working, guys." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would love to think that, but I would like to think like, watch what we do. Yeah, yeah. Waste. We'll, we'll do this. We'll turn you around. Yeah, you got it. You got to ease in. What, what's your um, uh, theory for you know newer songs into a set? Like, um, I guess I'm just
4: selfish about it. <laughs> I'll just do it. You ever played a whole record, <laughs> like front to back? Mm-hmm. No, not really. Done like almost exclusively a record, and and the majority of it, but never the whole thing. Hmm. A lot of times on each record, there's some
2: songs that are kind of hard to do live.
4: Right. You know?
2: Logistically difficult. What, are so you playing multiple instruments, or you don't have enough people on stage? Yeah. Or... Yeah, there's not enough
4: people mm-hmm. on hand, or it's kind of based on more, you know, strings or horns that you don't have, things like that. Have you had that opportunity to have, like, a, you know, more horns? and? Um, we've done horns, yeah. Never done, like, a live quartet or anything like that. That'd be cool.
2: I'd love to i'd really like to do it up the right the proper way yeah seems like one of those things you could do you know like uh you know a special engagement with hello goodbye yeah
4: yeah we did a um like a sort of an acoustic um version of the last record where we had strings and horns in a bedroom but it was a it wasn't like full band it wasn't like a quartet it was just violin a
2: couple horns that was cool isn't it like I could be making this up but certain certain artists would just show up and just hire the local players yeah, to yeah come that's smart in. if you have it all written out for them and yeah. stuff and just, and Amanda
0: Palmer is that what are talking about
4: <laughs> uh, no she didn't pay them alright yeah. Paramore gets like local choirs to come and
2: sing with them yes. every day yes
0: really mm.
2: uh, I saw I saw uh parts of Paramore's set at, in New Orleans where um at the Voodoo Fest where Cure played um because uh, someone decided to put Alkaline Trio on us at the same time as Paramore. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> Stephen
0: also sang on a Paramore
4: record.
2: Oh, I did sing on a Paramore record. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, you can you can hear me on... Where do I go find that? Uh, it's on Riot. It's the second track. That's what you get. I sing on that. What I, did you sing? They d- I do the gang vocals with them. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm credited <laughs> do
0: you have a gold record or that something? rules
2: i don't have anything really? I've, I've always thought about like calling up ASCAP cap and being like hey what does this work what do we get
0: yeah man you earned it
2: yeah i'll take that i have weird gold records i have like the friends ferdinand gold record which i don't know why that showed up but because i interviewed them once but then yeah and they just gifted you i was like thanks yeah. thanks for this that Sweet i'm going to sell to a hard rock in Brazil. <laughs> Scratch my name out. Um, but yeah, those things are very odd. I don't understand them. It seems like an honor that you could go, this is great, but you could give me that gold and I could make a computer out of it or something. I don't know. I think those things are very, the Rec Recording Industry Association. Um, have you been approached, because I know we'd asked about, you know, writing songs with other people, but um, and I'm a big fan of Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo and mm-hmm. how he you know, went off into scoring things and, uh, you know, has a great pop sensibility, but translated that into, you know, writing, you know, fun stuff and up for animation, things like that. And it just seems, it uh, just seems like a progression for you that I would expect. I would love that. Yeah. I'd love to get
4: into kind of instrumental scoring, all that kind of sort of thing. Cause sometimes if uh, people ask like, how would you like to like write this pop song for this 16 year old girl and i'm like i just i don't think i could do it i don't think i could put myself in any kind of realistic shoes where i could do something i gave a shit about
2: you know what i mean yeah but that i could really get into Cause there's so much animation on the web right now that you, know, you just don't think about the music beds underneath yeah you know that was put together and and what goes along with that or even you know even the music on you know, television shows, things like that. There's just so much of it out there. Yeah. It just seems like an and some of it's cool. Some yeah. of it, some of the people pour their heart into. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Bear McCreary from Battlestar. He does all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah? No. And his, uh, cause, because of that show, people are like, okay, he's this works. Get mm-hmm. him in there, you mm-hmm. know? But I was just thinking about what you do and how you craft songs and the layers you put on it and literally the arranging mm-hmm. that you do. It just seems like... I oh, know, I
4: pile it on yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up um, loving Self Matt Mahaffey you guys know who that is? no oh you gotta check out Self okay I can't imagine you wouldn't wouldn't like Self um, he was like favorite band for throughout high school and uh, he produced the first two records and he does a lot of that and I kind of just he was he still is just kind of you know my my career idol my my life idol. <laughs> so I'd like to follow in his footsteps. He does a bunch of... He did a bunch of cool jingles. A pedigree jumbo one. He does a bunch of Nickelodeon, like, uh, TV shows. It sounds like a lot of work. That's... He'll p- have to turn out, like... I think he, it's, like, 45 minutes of music. Which is, you know, when it's, you know, 16 tracks of whatever. And these whole arrangements. 45... It's, like, a record.
2: And he has to do that in a week. Wow, so that sounds grueling, but I would love to do it. But sometimes you have they'll send you what you're watching, so you do it simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. And so you go right to it. And you know, it's giving you a mood or a feeling. You know, you can put it together. Yeah. So, yeah, man. To so fucking get on that, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forest Klein from Hello Goodbye. Awesome dude. Great um, guy. Not wearing socks. It was freezing the day he came by. Bold statement. Um, by the way, a couple weeks ago, months maybe, uh, Jonah came out to my house and he rode with our good friend Annie. And Annie said that halfway through the car ride, she was like, Jonah, if you do one more pun, I'm going to open up the door and throw <laughs> you out onto the highway. And <coughs> you know what? Like, you should know what you're getting
0: yourself into at yeah. this point, though. That seems like a little bit. I was like, "That's that's
2: more than half the charm. By the way, I, yeah. I
0: had some pretty good puns in that car ride, I can't <laughs> but I remember being like super proud and being like, "Why isn't aren't people laughing?" More?
2: <laughs> puns were high art in the 17th century. That's how it worked. <laughs> I'm Keeping it alive,
0: guys. Um, yeah, Force is great. Thanks you... You for coming by. I felt like very like um, insecure at one point. I was like, "This guy like just played like Madison Square Garden," and like I like woke up like. It's like half a sandwich smeared on my face, like we're the same age.
2: Really forward thinking of uh, Paramore, whoever's handling them to say, you know, let's get Forrest back on because the single is playing on Sirius a lot. It's I think it's going to blow up for him. I think finally and deservedly so after everything he went through, he's kind of going to get what he had before, which is now more than due. Uh, speaking of due, we have bills to pay so if you would like to help us pay some of those go to goingofftrack.com a wonderful website we are still big fans of it which is good because it's the only one we have there's a donate button you can click on it and uh give whatever you can if you so desire if not thank you very much for listening follow us at going off track you can follow us all on twitter even mike who's tweeted nothing but he has <laughs> an account
1: i do i
2: still you know what it is i'm i am
1: I I'm obsessing over like if I I just I know if I do it then I'm just gonna do it now from now on but I'm fighting it I don't know why it's
2: 140 characters
1: I know but I'm just like fi- I'm fighting that first tweet
2: it, it, uh, it's uh, over dude I'm
3: I'm afraid it's over you've missed the bus maybe I just shouldn't
1: it's, it's about Instagram now
2: that but I don't understand it what's the <laughs> difference one is pictures one isn't
1: I'd be better with Instagram probably.
2: And can someone explain Reddit to me? I know I sound like an old man, but I am.
1: I'm just afraid of all of it. I don't want to...
2: Is Reddit just angry comment trolls? Is that no, what it is? No, it's like... Or is it legit? <clears throat> it's legit. Okay. The ask
0: me anythings are pretty cool, actually. All right. They is. Um, also, what... if you're on Twitter, um, my sister's not on Twitter, so you don't have to tweet me and ask me if my sister's on Twitter. <laughs>
2: this happens to me all the time.
3: <laughs> Maybe you should tweet that. Like, <laughs> maybe I should. You just, maybe, my maybe sister's you should start not on her own
2: Twitter. Twitter account and give her access if she wants, then you can post as her. That seems Ooh. like way too much work. There should be a Twitter for Jacob.
1: Wait, she doesn't do, uh, she's not on Twitter as well. So no. we're like the only two, I think, that I yeah, don't tweet. Yeah, you two
0: are the only people in the don't, world aren't, who aren't on Twitter. Yeah, that's How's awesome. That,
2: how does that feel?
0: Good. How, I, I like <laughs> that. <laughs> I like it. You're having that feeling I had of like the Madison Square Garden Forest <laughs> thing. Yeah, I just so like. <laughs>
3: I yeah. respect it, Mike. I think it's a good
0: movie. I respect yeah. it, too.
2: I, if I could do it all over again, I think I wouldn't do it. <laughs> if you were on Twitter or on your computer, say on iTunes, you want to hurl a review at us, that would be lovely. We like it. We like all criticism and or praise. Or mostly praise. No, we like criticism. Yeah, we like criticism. we only gotten a little bit of it. Not as much as we used to get individually, but it's doing pretty good. <laughs> I get plenty of criticism in other venues of my life. I yeah, but you invite like. it at the end. You always put it in, in whatever you're writing, like, and this won't start fights. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, the internet. Oh, yeah, Joni's
2: uh, got stuff up on Noisy. A lot of stuff on Noisy, so check me out. And uh, you can find me here. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week.